Welcome to Child Arise. I am your host, Taylor Christian, and this is a space where the strong friend has permission to rest, refill, and relaunch better than before. We are so glad that you are here. On this episode, we will be talking about what the Bible says about love and specifically how to implement those things for yourself. Share with a friend, subscribe, and we pray that this blesses you immensely. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is that you are tuning in, we are so glad that you are here. Welcome to Child Rise, where we give the strong friend permission to rest so that she can refill and relaunch better than before. Today we are talking all about self-love. And before you tune out or turn off the podcast, bear with me for a second because I know that this is something that is very common now. Everyone is talking self-care, self-love. They're talking bubble baths, facials, massages, retreats. It's this trendy topic now. But I want to make sure that we are talking about it from a space of what the Bible says. That we are talking about it from a place of truth. So I know that as the strong friend, a lot of times it's very easy for us to put the focus on others. We're always praying for them. We're serving people well, whether it's at work or at church or our friends. We're extremely patient with them. We're always forgiving. We celebrate their wins. We promote them on social media and we're always pushing them in purpose. But typically, all of those things are happening while we're neglecting ourselves. We downplay our own successes and our own dopeness, you know, really to our own detriment. And so I want to make sure that we get into what the Bible says about love and how we can apply those things to ourselves. So in Matthew twenty two thirty seven, it talks about the greatest commandment. And the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, in all of your mind. But in 39, it says to love your neighbor as yourself and that this commandment is just as, just as important as the first one. So that word love means well-pleased, to be fond of, and to love dearly. So I think that we do that very well. We're well-pleased with our friends. We're very fond of them. We love them dearly. But that word as means even as or as it were. So for us to love our neighbor, even as if it were ourself. There's another scripture that talks about who neighbor is, and it's literally everybody that you come in contact with. So we are to be well-pleased, to be fond of, and to love dearly. Everybody that we come in contact with, as if it were ourselves. But I find that so many times as the strong friend, we're loving other people way better than we're loving ourselves. So are you loving yourself as well as you're loving others? Some preachers and pastors even say that you can't love others unless you love yourself or that you can only love them in the same capacity that you love yourself. So I want to break down what the Bible says about love so that we know exactly what to compare to and how we are supposed to show up. So 1 Corinthians 13, 1 says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, 
I have become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Basically what this is saying is you're walking in all of your gifts and all of your callings and serving these people and your faith is so high and you're like to the point where you can even move mountains and you're feeding the poor and you're giving to the point where it's like your body is even being sacrificed. But if you're not walking in love, then it's all for nothing. And I feel like so many of us are doing that. We're walking in our purpose, we're walking in our calling, we're giving to all these people and sacrificing and pouring and serving in the church, but we're not doing it from this position of love, and so we go home at night and we're exhausted, we're worn out, and we feel like it's all for nothing. And so I want to make sure that we truly understand what this love looks like so that when we are operating, it's out of that place rather than it's us wearing a mask. And so when we continue on in 1 Corinthians 13, 4, it says, Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up. It does not behave rudely. It does not seek its own. It is not provoked. It thinks thinks no evil. Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things. It believes all things. It hopes all things, and it endures all things. And I've heard people talk about this scripture, saying that you should put your spouse's name in it to see if they're really showing up in love. But what we really should be doing is putting our own name in it to see if we're loving ourselves so that we can love others, love our neighbor well. And so are you kind to yourself? Are you envious of other people because of their purpose and their callings and because they're they're where you want to be and you're not there yet? Are you prideful or arrogant because that looks like refusing to ask for help, having this savior complex like you have to help everyone because if you don't help them, then no one else will? Are you being rude to yourself? Are you rejoicing in wrongness or rejoicing in the truth? That first word rejoice means to thrive. Are you thriving in the horrible things that God or that the enemy says about you? Or are you rejoicing in truth? Because that second word rejoice means to celebrate. So are you celebrating truth? What is truth? Truth is what God says about you. He says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That he knows every single hair on your head. That before you were in your mother's womb, he knew you. And he had purpose and plans for you that were predestined. He knew them in advance. That you being born was the answer to somebody's problem. So are you celebrating that or are you thriving in all of the things that the enemy says about you? 
Are you keeping record of your own wrongs? Or are you forgiving yourself? Because we're so quick to forgive other people. We're so quick to be patient with other people, to be kind to other people. But for whatever reason, we have a hard time doing that with ourselves. And so the other thing is that love is sacrificial. In John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. So are you giving yourself the best sacrifice? Because when you do that, it allows everyone else around you to see it. And it allows you to have true impact in the way that you desire to have impact. Where you don't just have this mask on of the person that you wish that you were. But you're truly able to pour into people and to give to people in the way that you desire to do it without gaining nothing. Without going home at night empty and unfulfilled and wondering why you're in these cycles over and over again. And so I would say to write this scripture down, write down 1 Corinthians 13, write your name in it and see if you are loving yourself in the way that God has called you to love. And if there are areas that you are struggling in, that you are having a hard time loving yourself in, to fully surrender them onto God, to lay them at the foot of the cross, because these are burdens that are not yours to carry. And he truly desires for you to love yourself the way that he loves you. He did not send his son to die for you, for you to hate yourself. And you may not be saying that you hate yourself, but your actions are probably showing it. Because you're lacking boundaries. You're not telling people no. You're pouring to the point where you're empty rather than pouring from overflow. You have nothing left to give and you don't want to spend time with yourself in silence because you don't know who you are or, the, or like the person that you see. And that's not the portion that God has for you. So I pray that you would truly study these scriptures that you will learn to love yourself wholly and fully based on the truths that God speaks about you, that you are his daughter, his favorite daughter, that he loves you wholly and fully, every single part of you, that there is nothing inside of you that can be hidden from him. And when you feel like you can hide, you're not hiding from him, you're hiding from yourself. And when you can be vulnerable, when you can be transparent, When you can tell God, I don't like myself right now. I need you to show me me. I need you to show me what you say about me so that I can learn to love myself, so that I can uproot these lies that the enemy has been saying and stop thriving in that lifestyle and start to celebrate the truth that you speak about me so that I can start to walk in 1 Corinthians 13 love for myself so that I can love my neighbor in the exact same way and have true relationship with people where it doesn't drain me. So that I can celebrate myself, push myself in purpose, promote myself because it's all for the glory of God. And so I pray that this is something that you would genuinely allow God 
to search your heart in, to reveal to you areas where you may be struggling in this area, and that you would allow him to do surgery on your heart and on your spirit so that you can fully walk into the woman that he created you to be. So I pray that this blessed you. I pray that you would study it further and that you would allow him to show you you so that you can uproot anything that's not like him and plant seeds of truth so that you can prepare for wholeness. I love you. I am here for you. I see you. And I am praying for you day in and day out. Have an incredible day. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Child Arise. I pray that it blessed you. Don't forget to share with a friend, to subscribe, and to join next week. Every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, we are here for the strong friend so that you are seen, that you are known, and that you are loved. Have an incredible week.